Welcome to Relationships and Chill. This is Coach R. Anthony, and today we're going to be talking about creating a commitment. This is part two of our five-part Fulfilled Marriage series, and we're going to be diving deep into a better understanding of what it takes to create a commitment that lasts for a lifetime. Someone that wants to be committed to you and you want to be committed to them. What does that take? What does it take to have a committed relationship over the course of time? We're going to find out, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it, so make sure you stay tuned. Peace. You're listening to Relationships and Chill, the podcast for singles and couples about how to find and cultivate the relationship you've always dreamed of based on trust and honest communication. Why waste your time going through the typical dating obstacle course only to end up with drama, jealousy, and heartbreak when you can find the love of your life and live happily ever after? So sit back, chill, and get ready to make relationships great again. Greetings, everyone. Greetings. Welcome to another edition of the Relationships and Shield podcast. This is your gracious host, Coach Anthony. And today we are on part two of the Fulfilled Marriage series. And we're going to be talking about creating a commitment and what that means to the overall bigger picture of a fulfilled marriage. What does that mean? Well, um, I want to start by saying that looking long term and having a long term view, which we covered in part one. Is the vision vision aspect of it. Now, what are we committing to? Because what I found in my coaching and dealing with people is people commit to a person without knowing a person's true ideas and what they truly believe a relationship or marriage or anything like that is supposed to look like and feel like long term. So essentially, when you get into a marriage, you, you are doing yourself a disservice if you're not truly getting to the source of understanding what that person's core beliefs about marriage is and relationships are. So a lot of people I found, they get into these relationships, right? And they have really no idea of the person. The idea of being with somebody is what they're sold on for the most part. Now, the next step is most people just have a surfacey type of relationship. They have a relationship where they're not too abreast of the person um they have a good sense of they're a good person they're a decent person i don't believe that anybody gets into a relationship or marriage um for the most part especially a marriage when your idea is for it to fail most relationships fail because the commitment that it takes the things that it takes for you to sustain that marriage become overwhelming or you change your perspective on it and so if you're still in love with the person's old idea and their old perspectives then you will find yourself in a relationship that is outdated so it's kind of like how your your computer or your phone needs to update periodically in order to to maintain you know, the the connection and the speed and the different things that make it work that the way that it works. And because the software provider or the computer manufacturer has a commitment to the product and commitment to the standard that they've created, they will continuously do what they need to do in order to show you that your investment with us is a wise investment. So if you're not updating yourself and updating your partner on who you are and who you are becoming, how can they know who they've committed to or how can they know what they are committing to in terms of a relationship with you? You really can't. It's dang near impossible to do. So most of the times when we get into relationships, we are sold on the idea of being with this person. And that's pretty much 
it. That's pretty much just the idea. You know, I want to be with this person. They make me feel good. They make me laugh. They make me, they're there. They're supportive. All these different elements that are one aspect of who we are as people. You know, we're usually like committed or we give ourselves to others based on what we believe should be done in this scenario. So if you are in a relationship and you believe that as a man or as a woman or as a husband, as a wife, I'm supposed to do these basic things, which is cool. You're, you know, that's that's a good idea to have. But you got to be careful with that, because a lot of people tend to do that out of obligation, out of a sense of 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 pressure, a sense of this is what I either this is what I said I was going to do or this is how I believe it should be done. So I'm going to continuously do it. But underneath the surface, what what they are battling with is they don't fundamentally and genuinely believe or want or desire to move forward mainly because what I found is there's no vision of what it's supposed to look like. Like I said, without a vision, people perish without a vision, without knowing what it's supposed to look like, what it's going to be like. People cast off the restraints that are required to keep them in uniform, to keep them committed. So without the vision, it's hard to commit. But the vision offers a long term view of the benefits and the cost of a specific destination so it's the same way in in a relationship you know without well it is a relationship but without that vision component it's very hard to to keep and create a commitment so honestly that's the first component the next component is constantly updating your awareness and your information on that person so most people commit to Here's what here's what I'm, here's the funny it's not funny but here's the thing people commit to the idea of that person based on what they believe. So if I'm in a relationship with you um I'm going to base who you are on things that have happened to me in the past uh previous things going in because our brains work that way we categorize things to make it easier the easy part of it kind of comes back to bite us in the butt because we rely on that information to constantly stay true as opposed to having the other person having and digging deep and getting a, a deeper connection and formulating more information from that person to be able to make a decision based on who they truly are and what they truly desire their individuality the person that they uniquely are without having an understanding of who the unique person is it's going to be very hard to constantly keep abreast of who they are becoming this is a daily thing this is not something that needs to happen once a blue moon where you guys have these deep discussions no deep discussions can be brought up anytime um, especially if there's a slight difference in reaction to something meaning you could be watching a movie and where they would normally laugh at something and they just like, you know, they get that. Mm. Like, so that that's signifying a change that's signifying something unique within them. That is, that is adjusting to something else. And that could be from another experience, something that happened at work, uh, a, a different perspective on life, a different perspective on things. So what I like to do with my wife, I like to dig a little bit deeper and find out what causes you or what makes you, look at things differently but having that friendship component and having that it's, it's weird because it's like 
a separated connection, meaning that I'm emotionally involved, but not so deep to where I cannot remove myself to inspect my wife or inspect anybody on a removed basis. Meaning I'm able, you have to be able, this is what I'm, what I'm, this is the most important thing probably of this whole episode is you have to be able to remove the person from how you feel about the person. And the way to do that is, like I said, separating how you feel and what you believe should be done about a scenario and putting yourself outside of that scenario and being very neutral, meaning I'm just here collecting information about this person at this present moment. At this present moment, I'm just going to be, you know, an observer. I'm going to observe this person as they speak to me about issues that they're having, their thoughts, the things that they're dealing with, the things that they observed all these different things. I'm going to be an observer. I'm not going to get in my feelings. I'm not going to, you know, uh, lash out. I'm not going to do anything like that. I'm going to observe and listen to this person that is not me, even though I feel so connected to them that I feel like they should be doing it a certain way. They should think like this. They th- they should have this perspective. But you have to give people the courtesy of being their own individual. And so because that's important. Knowing the, the the thing that I learned early on um, before I met my wife and probably the most important thing is that, first of all, I don't need her, but I need her because anytime there is a desire, there opens up the availability and the necessity for somebody to feel that desire. So without without someone to fulfill that desire, that desire goes une- unchecked and un- unfulfilled. So in order to, to, to fulfill that desire, someone has to take that place and, and that right there constitute need. It constitutes need, for me it does. It constitutes a need if I want that desire satisfied. If I don't, if it's a casual desire, I'm not too emotionally invested into it, then it's fine that someone doesn't come and, and fulfills that need, it, it's fine. But, that individual person that comes in to fulfill that need has a unique perspective and that person is unique. Now, my job as the desirer is to constantly investigate, observe, understand, learn, know how they benefit me in that desire that I have. But when the desire is no longer necessary or no longer desired anymore, that's when people start to lose commitment. That's when people start to get away from their commitment. So there's that's why in the previous episode, and a couple episodes back, I talked about why you need a mate. If you have a desire for a mate, then you need a mate. And if you've chosen someone, then you need them. And I'm not saying them per se, but you chose them and they have fulfilled that that area to where you agreed on being with them in that capacity. So you're in that relationship with them for that reason. Now. I'm trying to breeze through this stuff because I don't want to um, take up too much of you guys' time. So now understanding that if I have a desire for someone and that person has the ability and the capacity to fulfill that desire and I've chosen that person on any level to fulfill that desire, then I have an obligation to continuously update my understanding of who they are and how they fit in this desired position. Once I get that, once I get past that and I'm starting to see that 
I cannot control this aspect because a desire is something that you can't control, meaning that you can't necessarily dictate who it is. You just have to be ready when they show up. So as they show up and as they arrive, then you can make a qualified decision based on information that you've obtained about this particular area. So once you know something and this goes this goes without saying, but once you know something, you can you you now qualify to attract that area it's like if you're looking for a job they're not going to ask you what you believe about this subject they're not going to ask you what you believe about yourself like i believe i can do the job well what qualifications do you have like what what expertise do you have in this field like what do you know that's what they want to know they don't care about what you believe so it's the same way that universal laws work it doesn't work based on belief Belief is the starting point to get you to knowledge. So you believe something is true. You believe an idea is true, but you cannot stop there if you hope to obtain it or attract it. The next step is to know it, to to have intimate knowledge with it in order to attract it. Once you attract what you know, now it's time to set a vision of how that entity affects you and should affect you long term. Once you understand how that entity affects you long term, then moving forward, what you can do is now you can start to say, according to our conversation and our understanding and knowing of this particular area, what we need to do is set up the rules for engagement, meaning we have to set up the rules to stay engaged in this particular thing that we have decided to do. That is what a commitment is. A commitment is basically something that you have decided upon doing and you continuously do what you have either said you were going to do or you're, you've agreed to do. And one of the definitions I read from etymology from the etymology or etymology of the word is to give or to hand one's self over to a state or entity so when you commit to something you are essentially saying what what is required of me i will do without understanding what is required of you and not knowing how these things that are required of you benefits you or the other person long term puts you in a position to give up and lose restraint and cast off restraint. So once you cast off restraint, then there is no commitment anymore. So this is why most relationships fail because they don't see the upside of the arguing and the fighting and all the thing, all the tension in the relationship. They don't see what this is supposed to bring them long term. They only see more of the same. They only see what they are getting. But that is the default setting when you do not have a vision. That's why the first step is creating a vision. The next step is to create a commitment to the vision. So now we are understanding that no matter what and how I feel and how you feel, the vision supersedes how we feel and what we believe to be true about ourselves, about the other person, about whatever factors that play a part in that. So it supersedes that. That's why the vision is the first important thing. Next step, like I said, commitment. So working within the confines of a commitment actually helps you to stay focused on the individual's changes as it relates to the vision. So as the vision becomes more clear and the things that you guys have agreed upon that you desire that benefits the both of you then the sacrifices of course come come next but it behooves you to make sure that the person that you're with is equally as interested as in the vision as you are going forward 
this is what creates a strength and commitment within a relationship is two people constantly updating how they feel about the vision. And if necessary, you can adjust the vision. You can adjust the vision as you go on because things happen. You don't know as much as you do as you go along the journey. So moving along in the journey, moving along in the process helps you see a better opportunity to get to the vision faster. Now, the reason why another reason why I think it's so important to add these two elements together and mix them together is because most people get lost in what they used to know about a person. Most people get lost in who the person was. And when you talk about and update each other on the vision, you are now able to put pinpoint what has changed in a person and therefore know more about the person and how they are affected by certain situations, certain elements, certain things, certain things that bring stress, certain things that bring worry into their lives. You're able to now adjust yourself into being a, a comrade or somebody who is somebody who's an ally. Right. So you, you become more of an ally to the other person as opposed to an enemy. And most couples, their default setting is arguing, fighting, cussing and fussing and all that kind of stuff going back and forth and friction and problems. The default setting when you don't know any better is to have problems. But realistically, you don't really have problems with the understanding that the vision is in, is the it supersedes our feelings and our commitment supersedes what we believe to be true or believe to should happen and could happen right now. What we when we are focused on the overall big picture and how our parts are involved and how we benefit and what we stand to gain in the relationship, um, it's easier to be committed to something that you're working towards. It's like if you start a project with somebody, you start building a house with somebody and then midway through you like, oh, like I'm not interested in building this house no more anymore. So let's go and figure out what happened. Like why why all of a sudden are you not interested in in doing what we set out to do. And that's a lack of commitment. That's lost commitment. Okay, so now we need to figure out what does this mean because we started building something. And the next episode, I talk about counting up the cost. So that also plays a part in the vision and the commitment also. So you guys make sure you stay tuned to that. But counting up the cost and figuring out what is going to take to build our vision is highly important also so all five of these episodes are extremely important to building a great commitment and a great relationship so yeah so pretty much all i'm saying is when you are deciding to commit to someone you're not necessarily committing to them you're committing to the idea of who they are and who they want to become and the only way to know who they want to become is by knowing their vision knowing where they see themselves in 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Because if not, if you don't know, then how in the heck are you going to know what you're committing to? And vice versa, how are they going to know what they're committing to? The best thing is to know the big picture and the best optimum view of how the relationship should be. Without that, it's going to be difficult to make and place yourself under the guise and under the umbrella of being with someone long term it just won't work any other way so my best advice to you is to focus on a person's ideology and and how they view and foresee themselves becoming but not only going forward in the past too what things have they overcome 
that gives you the confidence in them to say, well, I believe that you have the ability to do this. You have to get familiar with a person's upbringing and how they got to the point of where they are. I find it hilarious that people say that your past is not important. Well, tell that to the credit card companies. Tell that to the people who are reviewing your 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 credit report, because they seem to think that it's important. They seem to think that what you've done in the past equates to where you are now. And we tend we're creatures of habit and we tend to do things the way that we've been doing them. So until you make some changes and make some adjustments, then more than likely you're going to repeat the same habits and the same failures and the same accomplishments as you have done in the past. So knowing a person's past is just as important as knowing their future. So this is where the commitment comes in, because now you get to see what type of ingredients are in in your partner, your significant other. You get to know the things that your partner is made of. And most people don't know how to. Most people don't know how to dig for those elements. They only can say they don't want to touch on certain issues of the past, which it can be pretty difficult at times because people are pretty sensitive about their past. They're pretty sensitive about who the person they are, and they want to kind of red herring you into focusing in on who they are now. But no, 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 no. We need to know. I need to know who you are now and how you got here. So I I got to know your past. I got to know the things that you went through in order to appreciate your present. And then, therefore, I believe that the future with you is going to be fruitful, because if I don't believe that if I can't believe that, then I cannot fully commit myself to it. I cannot fully commit myself to you. So I think it's important to do those things in order to have and create a very sustainable marriage in order you know and to create a very sustainable marriage I believe that that's highly important to know how a person thought before because even if you want and you decide this is my last point even if you decide that a person's passage is so horrible but maybe I can help them maybe I'm the missing element in who they can become in the future maybe I'm the portion that will help them migrate and develop and evolve into their best self. Because honestly, if you like realistically, we evolve through relationships. We grow through relationships. So I don't I don't agree with a person can do the self-work on themselves. There's a certain portion you have to do by yourself, of course. But the bulk of the work is going to come through relationships. You can't get better at relating and having relationships with people without having relationships with people um if not your selfishness selfishness and your self-love was will always supersede the overall big picture especially when there is no big picture so people will defend their position because they love themselves they love their position and they prefer their position over the other person's position or perspective or belief or knowledge or understanding so when you value yours over anybody else's it's going to be hard for that other person to help you evolve and to help you grow into a better version of yourself that's what my wife did for me and that's what i did for my wife 
that's why it's easier for us to commit and stay committed with each other because the benefits of helping each other evolve and grow into the best candidates. We've seen that in the past and we believe that to be true. We have a deeper understanding and a deeper knowledge of how we both affect each other. And therefore, we can move forward confidently and, and stay confident in our commitment with each other because we know that it's worked out before in the past and we continue we continue to beat the odds we continue to work and we continue to to grow and we continue to to accomplish things together as a couple and that's really all it is that's really this this the key to this thing is having a deep knowledge of who the person is and that stems from the past that stems moves on into the present and it goes on into the future so without knowing and have an intimate deep knowledge and understanding of the person that you with is going to be hard to commit and vice versa that's why it's very important to put to not lie to your significant other to give them the truth to the best of your ability to the best of your remembrance of what happened not sparing any details but being very specific about how you look at things because then they get to know how you think about things they get to know your unique perspective about how you tackle problems how you analyze things how you work and how you function as an individual as a human now if they try to go and find somebody else they will realize that that other person has way more crap that they're not willing to divulge to me so i cannot commit myself this is why a lot of men come back to their previous woman or their wives because they have that intimate connection with them and they want that connection as humans we want connection because we don't we don't normally connect with people on a deep level we're usually hiding ourselves from people and so when we find someone who we can expose ourselves to we can be open to we connect to them almost instantly this is why people said this is this person me and this person had a good vibe because they felt connected enough to reveal parts of themselves that they don't reveal normally to anyone else so when you are able to express yourself and reveal yourself, that creates intimate knowledge, that creates intimate connection between two people. Without that, there is no commitment to the person. There is no connection. There is no intimacy to the individual. There's only intimacy to the idea of the individual and the idea that you have of the individual may not necessarily be correct and it may not necessarily be true. So you have to continuously tell yourself and, and make up your belief about how you connect with this person as opposed to them being honest and not leaving it up for your interpretation, the truth of who they are. And therefore you can connect to areas that are true therefore creating a true committed relationship it doesn't really work any other way so as humans like i said we desire that connection we desire to be intimate with people we desire to have those deep long-lasting bonds between us and other people because it it really fulfills the humanness of who we are we really feel connected to to the world around us when we can connect to one individual on a very deep level because they can they can connect to people on different levels and you feel connected to them also family members uh, children your children with that person it's all about connections it's all about commitment to that connection that makes or breaks a marriage and makes or breaks a relationship in any form or fashion so that's pretty much all, you know, 
that I have for this particular episode, you guys. Um, I hope you have enjoyed it. Make sure you stay tuned for part three and, um, you know, continue to let us know what you think about what we're doing. Because in the next episode, we're going to be talking about knowing what it takes. What is it going to cost you to have a relationship? What is it going to cost? What is it going to take? I think you guys are going to love that episode also. So make sure you stay tuned. This has been Coach R. Anthony, Relationships and Chill. I'm out of here, y'all. Peace. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Chill. For more information on cultivating the relationship of your dreams, please follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Relationships and Chill or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Relationships and Chill TV. You can also visit our website at www.relationshipsandchill.com. Together, let's make relationships great again.